celebrate Jesus, celebrate Jesus. By your blood, you crush principalities. Jesus, Jesus, by your name, establish Jesus. Shout that name louder. Jesus. 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 You are God over. There is fullness of joy in your name. There is power to conquer evil. I sit in your presence. There is healing and deliverance. Jesus, Jesus, the Everybody sing it Jesus, 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 you are God over. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise because you are God. Thank you for your word once again. Thank you because you are going to minister to us. Thank you because you are going to speak to your people. Thank you because the Holy Spirit will speak through me. Father, glorify yourself in the name of Jesus. Thank you because your presence will be here to wrought miracle. Thank you because your presence will be here to transform life. Father, we said may your name be lifted high in the name of Jesus. Thank you because once again you will glorify yourself in your word. I said may your name be blessed in the name of Jesus. 
at the end of this message, let life be renewed. Let souls be lifted up. Let burden be taken away. Let deliverance take place. And let there be renewers of power. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. For in Jesus' precious name, we pray. Let's celebrate Jesus as we take our seats. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. Ephesians, chapter 2. In the first service, we look at the power of God's presence. And we are exposed to the secret of success of victory and unusual exploits that occurred in the life of believers and every man of God. And this second service will be considering increasing God's presence in our church, in our lives, as individuals, even in our home as a Christian. Increasing God's presence. I know some people may be contemplating in their hearts that how do we increase God's presence? Every church, every home of a believer, every heart of a believer, according to the Bible, is supposed to be a dwelling place of God's presence. Supposed to be a dwelling place of God's presence. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 22, it says, In whom ye also are built that together and habitations of God through the Spirit. Every church often desire to have more of God's presence in their meetings, in their worship, in the word, in prayers, but few have this experience. Let me open your eyes to something. Today we see a lot of people go to church and go back home with different kinds of battle. Today we find a lot of people going to church and coming back home with a lot of trouble from witches and wizards. But I want you to understand one thing that the capacity of the power of God in any church you are attending determine what will occur to you or what will happen to you. The more of the presence of God in your life determines the activities that will be going on in your lives. The more of the presence of God in your home determines the activities that will be going on in your home. How do we increase the presence of God 
in our church, in our home. Number one, we need to raise our expectation. We need to do what? Raise our expectations. A lot of people come to church in the name of I'm going to church. No expectation. Nothing you are waiting to receive from God. Nothing you are about to receive. Nothing. You are just going there. Let's go as usual to worship, to hear the word of God and we close as usual and we see our old friends and we go home. But that is not so. You need to raise your expectation. Increase your expectation. Have something. Have a purpose. Have a focus. Why you are coming to church? Your coming to church is not for fashion parade. That doesn't mean that you won't dress well to church. But some people come to church because they want to come and show the beautiful clothes they bought last week. You need to raise your expectation. And also, how do we increase God's presence in the church? Which that's him number one. The church needs to raise the expectations of the members. We find out in some all the churches we call New Generational Church today. While they are about to close the service, they will tell you as you are coming next week, or maybe you are coming for the Bible study. Come with your expectation. Write your miracle expectation letters. Write your this. Come with your man prayer mantu. Come with your anointing oil. Have a determination. Have come with your faith. Expect something from God. All, all those things are necessary in the church. The members come with expectation. While the church need to raise the expectations of the members. And why you raise your expectations of the members or why members come with expectation is to understand the absolute need of God's presence. You need to understand the absolute needs of God's presence in the church, in your own life as individual, in your home. And number two, we need to cultivate, that is under that number one, we are still in the number one, the part, second B of it. You need to cultivate a desire and an expectation in the people of God. And the people of God need to have desire. While the church, we cultivate expectations in their heart. While you are coming to church today, remember God is going to do a great thing in your life. God is still in the business of doing miracles. God is the business of this. God is the... Ah, when the people will come, without even you struggling, miracle will happen. But church, that people knows that where they are coming is just to come as usual. The way they worship last week, they will, go, they will still come back and go back the same. Nothing will happen. And every member that cultivates the habit of I'm going to church today, I have expectations. God, before I close today, ah, why this, 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 I must receive this. Let me not deceive you. Sometimes you sit down to imagine that why is miracle happening in this life of this one and this one doesn't happen in the life of this? It's because you don't have expectation from God. The Bible said, and he told this is happening. 
He said, why you've not received is because you've not asked. It's not that he doesn't know their needs. He knows their needs. He knows what they want. But he, all he says, what he's expecting you to do is for you to ask. But a lot of people come to church believing God knows everything. Yes, it's all-knowing God. Agreed with that. No, no dispute. But let me not deceive you. He said, call upon me and I will answer you. Greater things I will show you. Not what you ask alone. Greater things than what you've asked. That is to tell you, you must come with expectation. Increase your expectation. Ah, come with a mind that you want to receive. But a lot of people don't have that mind. Just come to the mind, I want to go and give my offering so that pastor will not complain, so that people will not call me why they didn't come to church. That is not the reason why you are coming to church. Coming to church with the absolute need of God's presence. You need to understand it. Why you see somebody will tell you that I was in the congregation in a big church and as the pastor was ministering, he made mention of my case. And instantly the miracle take place without pastor laying of hand. But you, you are still waiting for pastor to lay hand on you. Because you carry no expectation. You are waiting for prophets to see vision to you. Because you have no expectation. It's not the man that will do it, it's God. Why do you see, think a lot of false prophets tell lies to people, deceive them, use a lot of divination and enchantment upon them? It's because they know that the people are expecting from them, they are not expecting from God. You need to increase your expectation and your desire from God in order to increase God's presence in the church and in your life and in your home. Number two, pre-service prayer. Pre-service prayer. Sometimes while you leave your home, you just come to church. Maybe you don't even care what is happening. You just go to church. Ah, I'm going to church. I'm going to church. I'm going to church. You go to church. You don't pray at home. God, what do you have for me today? What do you want me to learn? What do you want me to gain? All what you just need to do is to tell God you are going to church. And you go to church. By the time you will return, he will guide you. He will protect you. He will take you there safely because you told him you are going there. He will not allow the church to scatter while you are there. But you may not receive anything because you have no expectation from him. Because what you expect is what he is giving to you. Before the gathering as for the church there must be pre-service prayer in the church please look up workers in the church coming to church while the service is started or when they start the service already is not the proper thing you ought to be in church 30 minutes before the time in order to call upon God as a worker even as elder, as the choir, Sunday school teacher, as a pastor. You are coming to church once it's five minutes to seven because the service is starting by seven and you believe, yes, everything is settled. No. There must be pre-service what? Prayer. There must be what? Pre-service prayer. For individual, for families, 
even for the church of God. Before the gathering prayers for God's prayer, before the gathering, you must pray for God's presence manifestations of powerful uh, in God's manifestation powerfully in the service. Why do you think Baba Kumu you go to altar to ministers without laying of hands, without saying a lot of words, even while he's preaching, miracle begins to take place. In the program that Baba Kumuyi held in Suruleri some years back, you know, as Baba Kumuyi was ministering in the world, the man which hunchback, hunchback disappeared. A man without hand, new hand grow for them. A man without leg, leg come, come out, new leg grow for them. But let me not deceive you. They've done their assignments before coming out. They finish the work before coming to the congregations. Not because you know that uh, we do opening prayer, we carry other prayers, we do this. You want to. Even for the, let me not deceive you, even for the praise leader. Something happened in Deeper Life Church in Kakuri here in Zango Street some years back. I knew a brother there, then was their youth leader, brother. He's now a pastor in Deeper Life. They, the ushers were standing at the gates, at the door, the entrance of the door. And a strange lady walked into the church. But do you know that it's not the pastor that discovered that the lady was a strange woman. It was the usher because of God's presence in the church and in the life of the ushers. Discovered that this woman was a strange woman and he stopped the woman. He said, where are you going to? Do you know when they begin to conduct deliverance and rebook this woman she said her mission is to walk straight to the altar as she was coming in to go and trouble the pastor and you are usher the spirit the presence of god is not you in you you did not pray you just come up to stay at the door where everybody that carry all sorts of spirits and all sorts of troubles are passing to come in and you want to go home without carrying anybody's body it's not possible there must be pre-service prayer there must be pre-service prayer in the book of Acts chapter 4 verse 29 to 31 you can take that down while there must be pre-service prayer you must pray against hindrance hindrances that we hinder the people from encountering God's presence. You must pray against distractions. You must pray against the spirit that weakens the faith of the people. That is one of the reasons the ministers, the choir, the ushers, the elders, everybody, the workers in the church must gather to pray. That is the reason. Because worship leaders must pray. Because worship leaders have a goal. Their goal is to lead the people to the presence of God. It is worship that leads people to the presence of God. That is why, that is why you see all these, our new generation of church, are growing every, every strategies to make their worship solid. That by the time you are coming in into the church, you feel a different dimension of the presence of God. When the worship leader is not filled with the Holy Spirit, tell me 
with God's response to that, the Bible says God inhabits the praise of his people. And the person leading the praise is not holy. The person is not filled with the presence. Please, how will he connect others? God will help us. I say God will help us. Another one is encountering him through our worship. You must encounter God through your worship. One thing we fail to understand is not, not about the jamboree praise and worship we are doing today. See, worship evangelizes a lot of people. By the time you see worship begins to go on in this place, for the next 30 minutes, it will begin to connect because the special host of heaven will join to worship. And by, even if it's one person here, people will begin to hear the voice of that person as if multitudes are worshipping God. You need to encounter worship. Worship. Choose songs that glorify God, that edify God. Somebody was interviewed recently and he said, because Christians, we believers, we had somebody say, everybody turn it to gospel songs. The person that sang that song is a marijuana smoker. But because we believe there is Jesus in it, we turn it to gospel song. They begin to sing it in the church. God will help us. I say God will help us. Write down Psalm 42, verse 1 to 2. It said, as the deer panted, for the water brooks. So my soul thirsty for you. Eh? You must encounter him in place of worship. Number four. In exhortation. In our exhortation during worship. The worship leader must exalt God. The elders. The prophetic people. What do you think? What makes people to say, God says the Lord in the midst of worship, in the midst of prayers, in the congregation, is because God's presence comes down. I'm not talking of fake, fake people that want to manipulate. But if we, when we want to talk, when we want to speak, we said in those days, in Christ's apostolic church, by the time the choristers begins to sing the, is it the progressional hymn or the processional hymn? And we hear, thus says the Lord. Because what are they singing? They may be singing, uh, I will praise the Lord for his word for me. I am washing the blood of my Redeemer. And that is all. And the Spirit of the Lord will come down, will descend upon these people. His presence will feel everywhere. I remember those days in Christ Apostolic Church, Kaukuri then. There was an elder, the man is late now, Elder Friday. You will hear him going to speaking in tongues, say, Thus says the Lord. And he begins to sing from stanza one of him, that hymn, to the last one. Without looking the hymn, closing his eye, because the presence of God is there. You need to encounter you in exhortation, exhortation, exhortation. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 24 to 25. It will help the people when you exhort God. It will help the people to know Jesus, to, to, to connect with Him, to reach Him, to be deeper in love with Him. Another one is in our preaching. 
in our preaching how do we increase God's presence in our preaching the preacher must rely totally on God's presence to preach not to do it himself a lot of preachers have over prepared and after they finish they will ask I, I know that I've spoken the mind of God today uh, no yes yes it's not you who, who are you the Bible says when Peter stood before the congregation of the people and he speaks. How many people gave their life to Christ? Instantly. They did perform. The Bible said he performed any miracle there. He speaks the word because the presence of God was with him. It was. That is the presence of God. It, the presence of God in the life of Peter that was afraid to speak among the people before. Increase. By the time we want to increase God's presence in our church, we must increase it through the word of God in our sermon. Even in our devotion, in our home. Increase the presence of God. Not that daddy will wake up and say that I'm watching news. You go and pray. Mommy go and pray. No, so I, 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 I know of a family that the wife was complaining one day and he said, when my husband, he will wake up late. And once she wake up, when he wake up, and I'm telling, and the woman will have to go to work early. And he said, they, they will go and drop the children in school. The man will say, hey, we'll be praying inside the car. We'll be praying inside the car. Please, is the car your the place of devotion where you are building your altar? What of if you don't have car? You'll be praying on Okada. You'll be praying on Okada. Eh? And if you don't, if you are not climbing Okada, you are praying on the streets. And people will look at you and say, it's like this man is insane. Though sometimes you pray in tongues. You pray while you are moving. But your devotional time is your time that you need to spend with God at home. In your family. Not uh, on the streets. Individually. A lot of us don't pray until family pray. Let me not deceive you. The altar you build first is your personal altar. Then you build your family altar. Then the church altar. These three altars, you must build it. But you, are, you don't, even some of us don't even have any altar. That's why every day the enemies are raising altars against us and we keep on shouting, God did not know me. God did not see me. God will know you. I say, God will know you. Hebrew chapter 4 from verse 14 to 16 Another one is in ministry. In ministry. Always we must give opportunity to the Holy Spirit to minister through us. To do the work of the ministry. Let me not deceive you. Ministry is not something that you just come and say you want to do anyhow. It's not your work. You cannot learn the work of ministry. The only thing you can learn how to sell chemist uh, trade but you cannot learn the work of the ministry because even you as a father at home you are a minister let me not deceive us we Christians don't know that we are the people that invent what is called first aid so many people will say this man don't know what he's saying but do you know that if your children have headache at home, God has given you the power to say, you headache, disappear. Before you now call pastor, pastor, this headache has come. Because pastor is another senior doctor. Before pastor, we now call the physician, the great physician. 
that means if it's above the, your capacity. But if you don't carry the presence of God, how do you even minister to your wife, to your children? Ask some father to read, some fathers or mothers to read our Lord's prayer now. While I go come. Or ask some fathers, some parents here, ask them to even quote three verses of the Bible without opening the Bible. They don't even know where it is, even if you quote it. Even for them to quote it is another trouble. All these things is necessary in the life of a Christian and even in the life of a believer and the church of God. All these new generational churches, they learn from our father, uh, uh, Kenneth Hagen. This man was asked one day, Billy Graham, that how do you grow your spiritual life? He said, look, every day of my life, I read one chapter of the book of Psalm, I read the book of Job, and I read the book of Acts. Tell me, how do you think God will not be with him? Because the work of the ministry as a father, as individual, even as a worker in the church, is not ordinary. Let me not deceive you. You may relegate yourself and say, ah, we are not the one singing, we are not the one preaching, we are not the one st- as usher. You may be a sanctuary cleaner. What of if the day you are cleaning the church and somebody is being rushed here? That this person is giving up, this person is giving up, what will you do? You start looking for pastor's number. You are meant to serve and to minister through the Holy Spirit. Because even as you minister, the Holy Spirit will confirm His word through you or in you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, 7. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 11. And the seventh one, after service prayer, after service prayer, some of us, when we get home, our story becomes like somebody that got the first victory and shout hallelujah, nothing again, he went to sleep. Even after you finish church, you close from church, you got home, God, you still thank him, pray. Not just go home and relax because you feel we prayed the old prayer in the church and even a lot of us in the church even the church of god after the service we just close a lot of activities is taking us away we don't have people to pray god let those people that come to this service today let miracle be manifested in their life let the newcomers let their love be steadfast in the church we don't have them again we go from one Ajodun to Ajodun to Ajodun from Ajodun to everywhere and everywhere everywhere. You get home tired. By the time you get home tired, everything is up. Even the one you hear in the church is gone. Because what you'll be thinking of is what you will do in the, that very day. And the last one and the last one writes the book of Mark chapter 16 verse 17 to 18 and act of apostle chapter 8 Verse 17 for the number seven and the last one regular testimony testimony testimonies a lot of us because you are afraid so that the enemy will not tamper with your testimonies you will begin to hide it let me not deceive you if you don't share your testimonies you are depriving yourself of the miracles if you don't share your testimonies, you are telling God that God, what you've done for me, 
I will not tell others. But let me read for you in Psalm 19. It said, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows where forth his end work. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their walls to the ends of the world. In them as he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth like a strong man to run a race. He's going forth is from the end of the heavens and is circled unto the ends of it. And there is nothing hidden from his heat thereof. Said the law of the Lord is perfect, convicting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Said making wise the simple. The status of the Lord arrived, rejoicing the hearts. The testimony of the Lord is what? Is sure. Nobody can rob you of your testimony. But even in the church today, we find a lot of churches don't even give room for testimonies. Don't give room for testimonies. Regular giving people chance to testify is about what God has done in their life. We improve God's presence, increase God's presence in the church, increase God's presence in individual lives. Increase God's presence even in our home. Let me round up with this testimony. During COVID 19, we're watching Dunamis TV, and a man was brought to the to a program then before the COVID 19. And the man was sharing a testimony after they received his miracle. He said he has been there for almost a month. And his family that begin to call him to return back home because he has not received his miracle. He said, but one day as they were praising God in the congregation, he saw somebody dancing that stood up from the wheelchair and begins to dance. And after the person danced, 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 they called the person out to share his testimony. And the person shared his testimony and said, as I was dancing, as I saw people dancing, I just desired that I want to dance. And before you know it, the person stood up on his feet and began to dance. And he said to himself, because the testimonies of the Lord is sure, convicting the soul. He said to himself, he said, if this person that have no two legs that comes with which here can receive miracle, I that come with crutches must not go back home with my crutches. He said immediately they begin to praise while that person was sharing his own testimony. He decided to throw off his crutches. He has not yet received his miracle. Why people, some people are shouting, holy me, we fall. It's a lie. Don't hold me. It's a lie. I will not fall. And he received his miracle through the testimony of another man. Not through the laying of man of a pastor. Allow your testimony to be said in the presence of the believers. And the name of the Lord be glorified in your life. And testimonies of the presence of God will continue to increase. Let's rise up on our feet. Let's rise up on our feet. Let's rise up on our feet.
I want you to pray, God. I want to be a carrier of your presence. From this time as forth, I want to be a carrier of your presence. Look here, everybody. The rain is falling. We'll close now. I know if we close now, some people will not go. But let's pray before we close. The Bible made us to understand as they were stoning the man called Stephen, the young man, the people around him, they look at his face and they saw his face like the face of an angel. Is the presence of God. Say, Father, I want to be a carrier of your presence. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lord, I want to be carrier of your presence. I want to be carrier of your presence. From today's forth, I want to be carrier of your presence. Lord, I want to be carrier of your presence. Lord, I want to be carrier of your presence. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want us to invite God's presence into this place. You said I'm talking more of Pastor Kumi because I hear him. I used to listen to him. Last year, during, no, last, yes, last year, a young man was kidnapped. And after he was kidnapped, they were, they left the Bado Expressway after their program, one of their pastors in Deeper Life. And they asked him that, who are we going to call for ransom? Give us the numbers of your family. And he gave them the numbers of Pastor Kumuyi. Already they told Pastor Kumuyi that this man has been kidnapped. You know what Pastor Kumuyi said? Pastor Kumuyi did not understand Fulani. Pastor Kumuyi did not understand Ausa. But Pastor Kumuyi said, I told them, release him, he's my son. It's not everybody there, they release him. They release only the man that was deeper life. I want you to pray. You need to carry the presence of God in a new dimension. So that those people that are troubling you, when they see you, sir, they will give way. See, carry the presence of God to the extent that once you are going, people that are evil people, when they are coming, they will branch to this side. They will give way. They will allow you to pass. They can't stop you. You will be irresistible. I want you to pray. I say, Father, I want to be a carrier of your presence more than ever before. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, I want to be a carrier of your presence. I want to be a carrier of your presence more than ever before. I want to be a carrier of your presence. I want to be a carrier of your presence. I want to be a carrier of your presence. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And lastly, I want you to pray. Lord, let your presence continue to dwell in this church. And let it continue to increase daily. Even when people that are sick come to the altar to pray, let them go home here. I 
want you to pray that prayer it's not always when your trouble is too much for the pastor the pastor will be tired of you but when you come to pastor and say daddy do you know what god has done yesterday 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 i will come to the church even the security people were the only one that i was here i come to the altar and i pray and that thing i prayed for do you know that god did it even before i left this place they begin to call me and the pastor will do what he celebrate god in your life i want you to pray you know, Pastor uh, Maurice Rulo went to IT. He said his first time in IT when he went to minister. He said, and as he was on the altar, the Lord told him that there are hundred witches and witchcraft, witch doctors that want to kill him that day. If the presence of God is not here, he not really did that to you. I want you to pray as a Father, let your presence come down into this church and let it increase daily. Let it increase daily from the altar to the congregation. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Let Let your presence increase daily on this altar. Mateli Sotelli Baradesh. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Strap what you are doing to this altar. I decree by the mandate of God. I connect grace to the throne of grace. And I speak by the power in the name of Jesus. For as many that the enemies are troubling in the night. I pray from today. The presence of God that will subdue those your troublers in your dream. That presence abide with you in the name of Jesus. The presence of God that will make you to overcome every obstacle that comes your way. That presence of God from today abide with you in the name of Jesus. The presence of God that we announce you a new man for a new level or before those people that have mocked you before i say from today that presence of god overshadow you in the name of jesus the presence of god that will take away garment of mockery in the life of these ones from today that presence of god i said that presence of god carry you in the name of jesus the presence of God that attracts favor from every side. From today, that presence of God, I said it will locate you in the name of Jesus. From today, for as many that have never have the experience of the presence of God, before the morning of tomorrow, you will encounter God's presence in a great way in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' most precious name we pray. Let's take the closing hymn.